Hello, my name is Todd Harmison, the PIO guy, and I'd like to welcome you back to my podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the growing threat of hackers on social media. Public safety accounts across the country are at risk and are being hacked regularly. And one of the things I wanted to talk about was how this can impact your agency as well as some steps that you can do to reduce that risk. You're not going to be able to eliminate it, but maybe we can reduce the risk so that you're not as susceptible to being hacked. Recently, one of the uh, departments that I work for, our uh, Instagram account has been uh, compromised. And the fallout from it was, was minimal, but it was minimal because we were able to catch it as quickly as we did. So in a real brief nutshell, what happened, I had posted on my personal page uh, a video, a reel, and had it on there. And someone took the reel, stripped the music that I had to it, and used another growing TikTok um, uh, trending, I should say, a trending music app with it. And that trending music app was not something that we would use in public safety. I mean, vulgarity, sexual innuendos, things like that in this, in this song. And so as a result of that, you know, we, we took it down and it it got us thinking. I reached out to Meta and that, of course, is a challenge in itself. We've not heard anything back from, from Meta about this and trying to inquire, how did this hack occur? You know, and so that got us to thinking. And, and so we, we, we made some changes to policy at the department and, and all, but it, it really made me think and start doing some research on social media, the threat, the, the hacking and not only how does it occur, but what risks and what could happen. You know, I mean, Parents and the community, elected and appointed officials, department heads, we use our social media platforms to reach our public and do it in a professional manner. And we, you know, we as parents, and I'm a parent, I've got, I've raised three boys, you know, and, and as a parent, we're always trying to shield them, protect them from the world. And then all of a sudden, an account that, you know, we as a parent think is, is okay for our child to be following or, or family member to be following on social media does get hacked and misinformation is put out or inappropriate pictures or language or music, whatever the case may be that can cause the public to lose their trust in our agency. And that's something that, that we don't want for certain. So, you know, while the, while social media offers numerous advantages, obviously it has opened up a whole new breed of threat to hackers and and, and the consequences of hackers gaining control of a social media account can be terrible. There have been instances where the hackers have actually gone in, changed the password locked out the officials that can't get into the account and then can go on a, a a barrage of posts about politicians or government or the public and 
and really in a malicious uh, format spread harmful and abusive content within a community. This particular case, we were lucky. You know, it, it was it was an appropriate video. It was a very good video showing our members at work. But then somebody, you know, overlaid, like I said, they overlaid a trending music uh, sound to that video. And, and I'm sure it's it's the way that they're able to get their their music to be trending is, you know, hijack other posts, put your trending music on it and get it pushed out so public hear that. And then the kids will download it. People will download and their, their music becomes trending. But from a public safety standpoint, you know, that, that disrupted our operation over the weekend. Now, did it disrupt fire and, and, uh, you know, protection that no, not at all. Absolutely not. Firefighters are still responding on calls. Police officers are still responding on calls for service, but it disrupts administration. It disrupts the trust that the public has, and it requires a lot of time and effort and energy to be spent on getting that post taken down, trying to backtrack where did that post come from, how did they circumvent security, what other security measures do we need to put in place as a result of this hack. Uh, So there's a lot of administrative time that goes into when one of these hacks does occur. We also have to look at, you know, the, the loss of trust. When these hacks occur, the public loses faith in that information as being trustworthy and approved information to, to seek. Just think, gosh, it's, it's a nightmare to me. But just think if your agency is in the midst of a disaster or a large incident and someone was to hack into the account and give misinformation, you know, you could really disrupt the trust. You could disrupt the operation by giving misinformation to the public. And now you're having to, you know, overcome not only this negativity of the incident, and the the anxiety that that causes to the public, but we're also having to overcome the fact that the public does not know, do we believe this post or do we not believe the post? And that that is uh, that is critical. Some of the things that you're able to do as a government agency, and even on your personal account, I highly recommend taking these steps to protect your social media accounts is two-factor authentic- authentication, enabling this on all social media platforms to protect from hackers being able to easily get into. Not only now do they have to find your password, but they also have to be able to have that two-factor authentication to get in. On Facebook, we had that implemented, but on Instagram, we did not. And I, I think from the, the investigation and the legwork that I've done, uh, that's really the only method that I believe these hackers were able to get into our account is someone either A, had the password given to them, or B, the hacker is able to use a password generator 
and keep trying until they were able to find the password um, that, that leads into the account. So usually two-factor authentication really allows you that second step, that second layer to access social media accounts. The, the next step is regularly changing your passwords, regularly changing the passwords so that it's not something that is, number one, readily available, something that is not easily known, like using your agency name, one, two, three, or password, one, two, three, using the, the address of the agency. Those are all things that are very easy for people to hack, to find, to get into your account, to disrupt. So I highly recommend using, um, there are programs that generate passwords that are random, strong, we call strong, unique passwords that use a blend of alpha, numeric, uh, and special symbols in order to create those passwords and to keep, and to create strong password. The next way that we're able to protect our accounts is through employee training, train staff members on cybersecurity, best practices, social engineering of tactics that are commonly used by hackers in order to, you know, get access to passwords. Agencies go through extensive training in some cases, but on our personal phones, on our personal emails, are we as likely to not click on that button? You know, you, you receive that email that says it comes from someone you know, and it says, hey, click here to check out this video I found you in, or click here so that we connect on this app. Well, when we click here, if that's a phishing attempt from a hacker, that click here may have just given them access to your device that you're on. Now they're seeing your keystrokes. Now they're able to see the data, the memory that's stored upon that device. Maybe you have passwords stored. So now you've compromised the passwords as well. Another good thing to do is monitor and have alerts set up so that you are notified when a post goes out from your agency. Uh, on uh, Facebook and on um, X, formerly known as Twitter, I get alerts. If another PIO makes a post, I get an alert that a post has been put out for that account. But on Instagram, that's something that we didn't have set up. And, and I honestly, I don't know that it's possible to make that kind of a notification. And then most importantly, have a plan when something happens, because it's going to happen to you, whether it's on your personal or your department page, have a plan that includes who you notify, what checklist are you going to follow in order to hide a post, take down a post, deactivate an entire account, have that checklist so that you're able to, at a moment's notice, Maybe it's the middle of the night when you're deep asleep and you get notified that something's happened. Have a checklist that you can fall back upon. This is something that I'm going to create for my own use personally, but also create for 
an agency to use so that they can go in, identify the post, delete the post, and then find are there other locations where this post may have been put out. Remember, some applications link several different social media platforms together. So a post that you may find on X, aka Twitter, you may find that also on Instagram, or maybe it's tagged and they've gotten it onto Facebook or onto YouTube as well. LinkedIn. All these different accounts can be tied together depending on the type of software that the hacker may have access to. So when you're notified of a hack or you find out that some rogue post has been made, make sure that you spend time checking your other accounts so that they've not been compromised. Also, if you're using a common password across other platforms, once the hacker knows your username and they find a password to one account, they're going to try that same username and password combination, most likely on LinkedIn, on X, on threads, on Instagram. You, you get the message there. They're going to continue to use that wherever they can to spread their misinformation, spread their propaganda. It's our job as public safety officials that we play a vital role in public safety communications as crisis communicators. The threat of hackers taking over a public safety account cannot be underestimated. The damage that can occur can be severe and it can take years to rebuild that trust from the public. Take steps now to protect your social media platforms. And that's all I've got for today. I thank you very much for tuning in. I ask you, if you like this post, like and subscribe. Go to my website, thepioguy.com. You can subscribe to get notifications when more blogs come out, when podcasts are published. Follow me. That way you get the notification. Don't wait until the next crisis hits. Make sure that you're taking steps every day to improve your crisis communication skills. Your preparedness can make all the difference in times of adversity.